Good morning, everybody. Another great episode of Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. And I do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'm really, really excited. I'm doing uh, a little bit of a different format than the Joel and I show that we do with What Would Jeff Do on Wednesdays and Friday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you're watching this on repeat or if you missed part of the show, don't worry. Everything is up on YouTube. Um, um, and it has its own playlist and it's also on all of the podcast platforms. Um, I came up with this show because I really wanted to just come up with a, a longer format, single or double um, uh, subject form for a lot of the issues that everybody is struggling with. And I think this is a great format. I'm really, really enjoying um, doing it. The way I do it is usually for the first half of the show, I'll talk about a couple of subjects. Second half of the show, I'll answer questions. So I'm going to answer your question right away. Um, don't worry about it. I will uh, most likely get to you. One of the biggest things that people struggle with, um, probably in the top three things that people struggle with, is leech reactivity. I did put a poll up yesterday on, on Instagram stories. If you're not following us on Instagram stories, please do because there's just so much that you can learn you see the daily um uh, going on of the training center so you know i think it's really really important that that folks uh um uh, follow us there so leash reactivity um leash reactivity if you're not familiar with what leash reactivity is let's just clarify a couple of things number one it is not aggression it is not the sign of aggression. It is over arousal on the leash. Friendly dogs can do it. Um, neutral dogs can do it. Usually not because they're neutral. And um, obviously, yes, aggressive dogs can do it. But also aggressive dogs cannot do it. And they can just go out and just attack a dog without being leash reactive. Usually leash reactive is a frustration thing. And, um, but it's not acceptable. It's embarrassing. It makes your walk and your dog's walk not fun. Nobody wants to take the dog out on the leash. If you're not familiar with what leash reactivity is, you're walking your dog down the street and out of nowhere, supposedly, and I'll start teaching you all about the loading process. Your dog just, you know, leaps up, barks its head off two feet usually on the ground, the front two paws off the ground. It's not always looks like that. It could just be pulling on the leash and barking. Now, one of the things that I want you to um, start recognizing is that once that happens, it's too late. You miss the opportunity. A lot of people will say, you know, well, I don't recognize the loading. So the first thing you start needing to start doing is loading. Now, this is a punitive-based correctional protocol. This whole redirection thing is bullshit. This whole walk the other thing, you know, if it's out of control, sure, walk the other way, but that will never, ever stop it. You have to remember that walking away is going to be a reward. Now, if your dog is so out of control where it walks away, it's like that, sure, walk away, but that's not going to fix it. The way you're going to fix it is starting to recognize the loading process. You have to understand what loading means. First of all, leash reactivity can be stopped. Not just managed, but stopped. Stopped cold in its place. You can have it not exist. Now, every once in a while, you know, we'll get somebody that um, will be like, yeah, my dog for six months has been doing great. He got rushed by an off-leash dog and it went nuts. It's like, no shit. 
my dogs most likely would do that too. They might even actually attack them. But they're being rushed by an off-leash dog. They have the right to preserve their safety. I wouldn't correct them for that either. We can go over that protocol for self-preservation of you, your dog, your children. We can go over those protocols at some points. We don't know if we have time for this show. So how do you stop leash reactivity? First of all, let's talk about redirection, which is bullshit. If you don't know what redirection is, it's this. Your dog starts locking on to another dog. Well, what does that look like? Well, they're walking down the streets, happy-go-lucky, without a care in the world, and all of a sudden they lock onto a dog. Ears go up, chest goes out, usually mouth goes shut. Well, that's, if your dog has leash reactivity, that's the first signs of it. And it could be just the slightest changing of your dog's cadence. So it could be something as simple as your dog just slowing down, your dog just changing in the cadence of its breathing. It could be a lot of things, the change in your dog's ears, chest, body. It doesn't always mean hackles. Everyone waits for the hackles to go up, which is just like, stop waiting for the hackles. And yes, dogs' tails can wag during leash reactivity. Why? It's a self-rewarding. A lot of dogs actually enjoy the reactivity part of it. So when do you apply your punisher? Punisher is not abuse. Punisher is correcting what you don't want. It's the opposite of a reward. Now, redirecting your dog, what that looks like is you'll like try to get your dog's attention with food, a toy, a stick. I've seen videos out there where people are like, oh, when the dog gets leash reactive, make it play tug. Now, if that's what somebody wants to teach, that's up to them. Frankly, I find it bullshit. The last thing I would want my dog to do when it's about to explode is all of a sudden play tug with me, which is a high drive activity. By the way, I'm not against tug, but not during a walk. Not during, and I'm not talking about competition obedience here. I'm a pet dog trainer. So if you want to teach your dog focused heel, and then at the end of the focused heel, give it a ball, give it a tug, that's different. That's competition. These are family pets. They just want to get the walk. They just want to get through their walk. So I want the leash reactivity to be non-existent. We've got a great course. You know, let me just put the up, uh, up the link for the course. Um, it's Academy at Solid Canine Training. Dot com. Let me just copy that just because I'll probably just put that um, uh, a couple of times uh, up. So there's a great course, everything from the Walk the Walk course, which is $37. But I would highly suggest you get the Green to Graduate course because it comes with the Walk the Walk course. The Green to Graduate course is our number one course. You can take an off-leash dog. I'm sorry, you can take an untrained dog, doesn't even know its own name, and we do it in 10 days, but you can do it in a month if you put your, your, your work in. You'll have an off-leash trained dog under voice control. So what you want to start doing is this. Redirection is the dog locks onto another dog and then you present it with food or throw food on the ground or try to redirect it. You know, like, come here, dog. Look at this instead of the other dog. You're rewarding your dog. Let's just think about this logically. By the way, we train obedience with food. We use a reward-based program. When you watch our Green to Graduate, you'll see that. 
if you actually watched our how-to obedience videos, you would see that. But this, but this show is about stopping unwanted behaviors because that's my niche. My niche is helping families who are struggling stop unwanted behaviors so they can lead a better life, go more places with their dogs. That is what I do. That is what we do. Now, do we fully train the dogs? Of course we do. But that's really wide. The niche is we stop unwanted behaviors to make your life better, the dog safer. We deal with really badly behaved dogs, but we also deal with easy peasy dogs. But it's not our specialty. So the whole redirection thing, usually the dogs that we work with, that we work with, they laugh at that concept. Or they'll take the food and go right back to it. So from a reward-based program, what have you just taught your dog to do? Let's think about this logically. Let's use common sense. Your dog is about to do a bad behavior, and what are you doing? Paying it. Reinforcing it. It's plain fucking common sense. Isn't that how we increase behaviors? Isn't that how we teach behaviors? Isn't that how we get more of a behavior? We present a reward. Isn't that the basis of a reward-based training protocol? Positive reinforcement? We do it, but not for leash reactivity. We do it for obedience. People that practice trick training do it. I imagine agility people do it. Tracking people do it. Older people do it. We're family pet dog trainers. That's our specialty. And for 20 years and 10,000 dogs, I'm really good at stopping leash reactivity as well as aggression. Now, leash reactivity is not always aggression. Some of the happiest go luckiest dogs are leash reactive. Why? They want to say hello to a dog. They want to say hello to a person. Either way, it's unacceptable. It's also embarrassing. It also makes for the walk suck. It also can injure the human. I can't tell you how many people have been knocked over, had, had been injured by a pulling dog, have broken free from a leash, have snapped their collars open. So what do you do? You correct the dog at the first signs of leash reactivity. So if you've seen us a video of us doing it, and it's just a short clip of it, it looks like we're correcting a dog doing nothing. That's because folks are not reading the narrative. They don't know the dog. They don't know what we're dealing with. They're not in the same arena as us. They're not there in the room. They haven't seen it happen. We do, we do whole day seminars just on leash reactivity. That's how popular leash reactivity is. That's what a problem it is. I can do one in every city, in every state around the world on leash reactivity. I can do three of them, three of them a day, but I can't because they're full day. But it's huge. But I can help you stop it with a one-on-one. And the link that I put up with the academy, with the academy, you can book your one-on-one. So what do we like to use? We like to use the bonker. We like to use the remote collar. But people take all those things out of context. 
They see you bonking a dog and it looks like it's a dog doing nothing. The dog might make an audible. The dog might hit the ground. The dog like, might, might look afraid. Afraid? Fear? You're concerned about a tiny moment of fear, a tiny moment of discomfort for weeks, months, years of you living a fucking hell with your dog? Talk to anybody that deals with leash reactivity. Frankly, their walks suck. Now, when you see us walking dogs, the dogs are behind us. Why? They're in follow mode. It's not us being dominant. Stop with that dominant bullshit. It's called being a leader. Leadership is not a doesn't mean dominant. It's just proper protocols for dogs. So if you're struggling with being um, having an alcohol problem, a drug problem, do I wait until you go into the bar? Do I wait until you call your dealer? Do I wait until the drugs have been delivered? Do I wait until the bartender makes your drink? No. When do I stop you before you pick up your phone? Which, by the way, your drug dealer's phone number has been deleted. Hopefully you don't know it by memory. I stop you before you go into the bar. I don't wait until you walk in, sit down. What are you going to do? Order a freaking club soda? Bullshit. You have an alcohol problem. Why are you calling your dealer? What? To go to a baseball game? Maybe. Maybe you guys play baseball. Go to baseball games together. But probably not. Because there ain't no baseball games at 3 in the morning. So... That's when you apply your punisher. Now, how else can you make leash reactivity better? We've often talked about that obedience, and by the way, you use the word no. It's no and apply your punisher. No and apply your punisher. And you apply them at what level? A level high enough that your dog does not want to do it again by choice. By choice. If you have to be doing this every day, all day, for months, for years, you're not using levels high enough. And that's what often people do. Yeah, I use the remote collar at, at, you know, at some low number. My dog looked away from the dog, but I have to do it every day. I'm like, I know. Go higher. But everyone's worried about like, you know, hearing their dog scream. We have dogs scream just by putting a slip lead on them and having them come out of the kennel. And all we're doing is being like going out to go to the bathroom. That's it. That's it. That's all we're having them do. So let's think about all those things. Let's think about aren't we willing to have your dog have some discomfort for one to three seconds to stop a problem? Because when they're pulling on that leash, choking themselves on their collar, harming you, that doesn't seem to be a problem, does it? I mean, it is a problem, but nobody's like screaming abuse. No one's screaming, oh my gosh, you're hurting the dog. The dogs are barking their heads off, making noises that you've never heard before, except for maybe in someone's bedroom. Not with a dog, but between two humans. And, but if you said no, 
put a threw a bonker at your dog. No, remote cower stem. The dog made an audible. Who cares? Dogs make audibles all the time. Grooming, cutting their nails, talking back to you. Before you go feed them dinner, dogs make noise. That's enough. Two at a time. Sorry, those instructions to my son who's emptying the dishwasher. One of his chores. Um, but how can you start leveraging obedience to make uh, leash reactivity better? Well, let me ask you a question. In your house, are you demanding of your dog? Do you just let your dog free roam? Never tell what to do? Let it bark out the front window? Bark at the door? Jump all over you? Sleep where it wants? Do what it wants? Go where it wants? Get in the trash? Jump up on counters? Not listen to you? Not come back in from outside? Rush out thresholds? So you let your dog do what it wants in the house especially barking out the front window. But outside, you're like, you need to be perfect. So why are we holding our dogs accountable for all of these things outside, inside? Now, does that eliminate leash reactivity? It does not. But when your dog learns the concept of no, outside makes it easier. Now, sorry, I'm making facial expressions of my son. He knows what they mean. No, I don't. It means quiet down. I can't. This is my last play to get stung. Do one at a time. Okay? Yeah. So, um, it's important that we start recognizing that what we do as a whole makes bad behaviors either non-existent or much easier to stop and your dog also believes you that's another thing are you believable to your dog so one of the best protocols to do is your pre-walk punisher a lot of people struggle with this a lot of people struggle with this but boy does it work so what's the pre-walk punisher your about to go for a walk, your dog's out of control, excited. Hey, I want my dogs to enjoy a walk, but I don't want them all ramped up and aroused because why? What do you, how do you think outside is going to look? It's going to probably be highly aroused and out of control. So if my dog is jumping around, spinning around, you know, not even letting me put its leash on or collar on, I'm going to say no and correct that. I'll usually use the bonker. Now we've got a dog that's calmer. For all the, all the folks that are hearing the information that, oh, the dog's going to hate the walk, the dog's going to be afraid of you, you're going to ruin the relationship, that's baloney. Everything I suggest does not ruin relationships. Correcting your dog for unwanted behavior does not ruin a relationship. Why? Because it's usually only 5% of your day, 5%, not even of your day, 5% of the big picture. 95% of the big picture is teaching your dog what you want to do. So you're at the front door. Dog does a default sit as it should. And already it's craning its head out, looking for 
things to be reactive. That's another wonderful opportunity to teach your dog to be like, listen, you shouldn't be worried about what's out there. You should be paying attention to me. The pre-walk punisher has been a game changer for so many people. What do you do? No bonk. Now, you really can't bonk in public, unfortunately. At our, at our workshops, we do. Some people do it in public. It's a cotton towel if you're not familiar with what a bonker is. A lot of people say, oh, you're just hitting your dog. Okay. If that's what you want to do, fine. Meanwhile, your dog's pulling on the leash, choking itself. So you're choking your dog. Your dog's going to pass out. You're going to damage your dog's throat. You're choking your dog. Your dog's injuring you. Like we can, we can, we can, you know, play that game all day long. The big issue is then all of a sudden the dog looks quote unquote afraid. In the moment, sure. Angelo now, if you've watched his, his his the videos for he's nine years old, he had to hang up with putting his whole head underwater. Guess what? He finally got over it literally two weeks ago. Now the kid is underwater with the whole length of the pool. He's jumping in the water. He's he's snorkeling. Somersault. Doing somersaults. All right? Everybody's got fear. But guess what? Get your dog over the fear. It's easy to do. The dog lives in fear in the moment. Now, do we have fearful dogs that are afraid of everything? Sure. Is that genetic? Sometimes. But a lot of the times, it's also reinforced by owners unwillingly. They don't know it, but they are. So now you've got a dog that's walking out of the house calmly. The first sign that it starts to scan, correct it, put it back in a proper heel. A lot of times, if your dog is loading, apply your punisher. No, correct. A lot of people are underwhelming their dogs. They're underwhelming their dogs. They're doing it too low. By the way, we have a leash reactivity video, and it's at this link right here, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. It's also on our main website, which is solidcaninetraining.com. Scroll halfway down. You can see all of our academy um, courses. Joelle is in the process right now of putting together uh, the last seminar we did. She filmed about eight hours of it. So I think there's going to be 20 plus videos of the last leash reactivity seminar. You'll see a lot of it. But that's going to be out probably not till mid-October. Now, how long does it take to stop this? As quick as a day, a week, a month? But there's been people that have been struggling with leisure activity for years, years, walking at 10 o'clock at night, hiding behind cars. That's no way to live. We know that. I get why you're doing it, but you don't like doing that. Nobody likes doing that. So 
We can make it better. If you need help, we've got, I do three of these a week. I do two, what would Jeff do, podcasts, which are Q&A with Joel on Wednesdays and Fridays. If you're not part of our Patreon channel, I highly suggest, I put the link up right now, patreon.com slash solid canine training. This is how people should be buying courses and doing business with us. It's $10 a month. I do four Zoom rooms, which are face-to-face, live, video and audio chat in a group. It's $10 a month. You get four of those. You know what else you get? 20% off all your courses. For 10 bucks a month, you save 20% off all your courses and all your consults. Imagine that. And by the way, the courses that you buy, you download and you own. Make sure you spray the sink out too, sweetheart. Oh, okay. I just didn't want to make too much. That's okay. You've been making enough noise already. All right? By the way, a nice link went up. A nice uh, video went up this morning of Angelo co-hosting the show. Take a look at it. It's on Instagram. It's also on um, Facebook. If you're not following us on our Instagram stories, you'll see a lot of great stuff. You'll see Joel jet skiing yesterday. Had a nice day jet skiing. Happy Labor Day to everybody. Right after this podcast, Angela and I are going to be going to the um, the local marina selling bottled water. Angelo's selling bottled water. Why? Because he's learning work ethic. He's got a whole list of chores to do. He's doing them now. Swimming the dogs was one of them. There's, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that he does. He's got homework to do, even though it's a holiday. He still is going to be giving some homework. And then he's going to gotta go work right after the show. He'll do fun stuff. He'll probably spend a couple hours in the pool today. So the biggest thing that people are not doing to stop leash reactivity is they are not correcting their dog strong enough. And for all the folks out there that are hearing that it's going to ruin the relationship, that is a lie. Your relationship already sucks. Let's face it. Let's face it. You can do that last. Are all your other chores done? You can do, you can do your homework last if you want. Right. You still have 30 minutes at least. Okay. All right. So we can help you. I want to help you. I want you to be able to take your dog everywhere. I want you to be able to walk whenever you want to walk. Stop making excuses. Do the protocols. Now, a lot of people would be successful if they did the protocols, but a lot of people are afraid to do the protocols. But how about if that was the answer? See, the answers are all there. It's not magic. It's not going to go away on its own. It's not going to go away when the dog gets older. So I want to help. But you got to let me. Or not. It's up to you. But we're really good at stopping leash reactivity. That one course, even at a minimum, the walk the walk course for $37. $37. Come on. It's nothing. Don't go out this week for dinner, for lunch. All right. Let's go to the court. Let's go to the uh, questions. If it's a question about non-leash reactivity, I'm going to throw you to the Wednesday show. All right, just to let you know. Um, the dog gal, yes, finally catching you live. Dog gal, thanks so much. Yeah, 
Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I do these at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the Wednesday and Friday show with Joelle, I do at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the Zoom rooms, I do at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's six a week, all free. Well, the Patreon is 10 bucks a month. All right. Terry G, good morning. Good morning to you. Thanks for the heart. Um, Ron saying morning sunshine. Thank you. Um, I've woke the fuck up. Woke is in, is in quotes. Please don't be woke. Um, uh, the fuck up. Uh, thanks, man. You're welcome. You're, you're very, very welcome. I do these because I care. I really do. I do these because I am seeing a, a huge amount of dogs and huge amount of family struggling. And I do not want that anymore. I do not want that anymore at all. In fact, I'm down here in Florida right now, and in um, we've got a one-on-one. I do these two-hour triage, stopping bad behavior one-on-ones in the Bradenton, Sarasota area. And we might start doing one or two dogs at a time on boarding train, um, but only easy dogs. Leash reactivity would be easy, but we're, we're not going to touch aggression. We're not going to touch high levels of... Uh, um, separation anxiety we're not gonna deal with biting dogs we're not set up for it down here but the dogs are gonna live in the in a household setting they're going to be going to outdoor cafes they're going to be going to the beach they're gonna be hanging out with joelle myself angelo so dogs like the dog from the green to graduate program um crystal says yes redirect is complete bullshit yeah has it ever worked on a dog i'm sure it has but Everybody I talked to, I was like, it's bullshit. I mean, can it stop it in the moment? Sure. But does it stop it? No. I want the walk to be, I mean, we should have probably had Angelo film it last night. But every night, this morning at 5.45, which was a little bit late for me, um, I had to, had to use the dogs. Um, they've got headlights on that they can use. And my bike's got, obviously, a light on it, front and back. And... We took a nice run. They're off-leash, pitch black, dark. Last night, we just walked them around the neighborhood, off-leash. There's cats. There's dogs. There's everything. We stop, talk to neighbors. They just hang out. So this is what I want for everybody. Then there's the link, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Don't forget, Joelle does social media consults. There's courses on there. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful academy. Um, Joel will be putting the pre-sale up for the Leash Reactive um, workshop that we did. You'll be able to buy that now for an October launch. Um, so counter conditioning with clicker and treats with other dogs and views probably bullshit too. Um, you know, that can work, but that would be the step two. So Miss Kelly 222, that would be step two. See, this is the thing about step one. Nobody wants to do step one and they go right to step two. They go right to step two, which is what you're suggesting. Why don't we stop the bad behavior? Then, sure, get your dog to reassociate then dogs with something else. But I have no problem with that as step two but you haven't given your dog the information yet that 
going nuts on dogs is wrong. You've got to give that dog that information. Just teaching your dog what you want will not eliminate what's wrong. Angelo, DC. What's DC mean? Um, I think it's, oh, Washington. Yeah, but that, that doesn't make sense, though. I don't know. Want to say hello to everybody? Hello. You want to sit here and do your homework right here? Go, uh, get, go get your glasses, sweetheart. Thank you. Make sure you drink liquids today. Um, Michael says, hi, thank you for your content. May I ask your advice regarding a young GST pup? She will not be having any vacations. What age should we start? So that's uh, ask on Wednesday. Remember, anything that's not about the topic, I push to our Q&As. Um, Michael says, uh, oh, and I took your advice with a Punisher and it works, works a treat even on my older dogs. Yeah. Of course it does. Guys, like, like applying a punisher with proper timing preceded with the word no always works. And if it doesn't work, you did it wrong. But that's how you stop unwanted behaviors. It's common sense. Training a wanted behavior is with a reward-based program. That's also common sense. But so many folks are trying to use a reward-based program to stop an unwanted behavior. That does not make sense, nor does it work. Why is a, the word punisher, call it a correction, call it, call it anything you want. Call it a candy bar. Call it a cheese pizza. Ooh. Okay? Call it 69. Call it anything you want if it makes you feel good. But it's so important that you do it. Why are so many people struggling with that concept? They will live with years of a living effing hell with their dogs. They can be stopped sometimes after the first correction. Literally, we get dogs with after that have been years of doing something bad and unwanted and dangerous. And after one correction, they stop. Now, that's not every dog. That's not every behavior. But we've seen it thousands of times. Um, truth is freedom. Hi, Jeff. Keep doing what you do. Your work in Sean's has done so much for the journey as a starting dog trainer. He's talking about Sean O'Shea from The Good Dog. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, but we, we've been doing this for a long time. We're not the longest dog trainers out there. No. But we've been putting information out for free probably before anybody. And that's not an ego statement, but a lot of people have not. All these people after us, don't forget how it all started. Don't forget where it all came from. For 13 years, between my radio show and my podcast, I've been consistent with this. A lot of Q&As have been popping up. They've all gone away. Six of these a week we're doing. Six. It's a lot of information out there for help along with 50,000 posts. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? Miss Kelly. Um, I'm sorry, that was uh, Kehlani. Um, some girl yelled at me the other day for just for mildly correcting my dog for whining at her dog. Crazy. Of course. There's a ton of snowflakes out there. You need to carry around a shovel. You always get people like that. But it's like, but people's expectations of their dogs are really, really low. I mean, 
somebody made some comments on our on our page the other day about how one dog looks scared. Meanwhile, this Italian greyhound dog literally has bitten every dog and human it's ever met. And you know what it's doing? A damn perfect downstay with children running around, children going, hey, little puppy, hey, little puppy, and the dog doesn't move. This dog bit everything that moved. And it didn't look scared. Did it look confused? Sure. It's like, Am I supposed to lie down here? Because I usually bite, bite kids. But he laid down, didn't move. And all the other dogs were just lying around, not giving a shit. Everyone's a fucking armchair expert, keyboard warrior. Please, step into the arena. Okay? You're in the high, 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 highest seats. In fact, you're outside the goddamn stadium looking through a little hole in the wall, giving advice. Kilani, I have a client who worked with another trainer prior to me. They told her to redirect with her dog reacting on the leash. It ended up with her mastiff redirecting so bad that he gave her whiplash and she needed to go to physical therapy for six months. Yes, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. Also, redirection can also cause a lot of, a lot of problems. It, increases, it can increase leash reactivity. It can increase leash reactivity. MN22B, correcting in public is one of the hardest parts of training. Of course it is. Of course it is. But meanwhile, using a squirt bottle in public is not, and that's a punisher. Using a shaker can in public is not, but that's a punisher. Having a dog on a gentle leader is a punisher. I'm not against them. Head halters, not against them. But those are punitive-based tools. Do they look as barbaric as a prong collar? No. Choke chains seem to be acceptable, but those actually choke a dog out. You really don't hold that, um, that thing. It always comes with the cup. Yeah, well, there's water in the bottom. Um, so. Medusa, I just saw one of your free videos of the shepherd loading. Um, it was a great demonstration. You showed so many different variables. Great, great. I had to look at the other trainers and not one actually show. Yeah, I mean, so Medusa, we sh there's a lot of stuff we would even show even more, but we can only show, so we, we can't show a lot of corrections, most corrections on video. We can't. At the seminars, we do it live right in front of you. At the training center, if it's your dog, we'll do it in front of you. It's your dog. Because you have to learn how to do it. But on social media, on the free platforms, we can't. We can be deplatformed. So if I want to help as many people as possible, in the narrative, I'll, I'll, I'll say what we did. On my podcast, I'll explain people step by step what we do. I'm doing it right now. Now, the one thing you might have to watch out for is when you do correct your dog and it's highly aroused because you missed the loading period... Your dog could re redirect on you. That means it might bite your leg. That doesn't mean a correction makes the dog aggressive. That means the dog's frustrated. It couldn't lunge and go after the other dog. So what does it do? It takes that energy and it redirects it on you. That's all that means. That's all that means. Training with Rish. I finally caught alive. Yeah, glad you're here. Miss Kelly, you're so right. I know I'm not correcting strongly enough and not catching the loading soon enough. Reactivity is better, but I want it gone. So that's, you just literally just said why it's not gone. You have to recognize the loading. It's sometimes it's subtle. A lot of people say, oh, my dog doesn't give any signs. Every dog gives a sign. 
20 years, 10,000 dogs. I've never met a dog that didn't give a sign. It's subtle, but there's always a sign. But that's why we try to educate the public what the sign is. Most people are like, oh, it has exploded. Like, that's not the sign. That's the results of actually not recognizing the sign. Now, is it now? sometimes if you correct the sign, can it actually engage the dog in exploding? Sure. Of course. Well, then you have to troubleshoot. There's a lot of troubleshooting in dog training. There's a ton. That doesn't make well, that doesn't make that doesn't mean the protocol is wrong. That means you have to be creative. Dog trainers need to be creative. Dog owners need to be creative. Remember, this show is not for just for dog trainers. In fact, it's primarily for dog owners. This is to help all of you for free. Dean Kennedy says, much appreciated. It's my pleasure. Um, now, okay, here's a great question. Tonya, Tanya, is it the same if a dog is reactive due, due to off-leash dogs attacking her? No, that has nothing to do with it at all. No. If an off-leash dog came towards me and my dogs, first of all, I would put my dog behind me and kick it hard. I'd slam it with a hiking stick. I'd shoot it in the face with bear spray. And if it was actually attacking my dog, it would drop the leash. And now it's game on. Now it's game on. No, I would not correct my dog for being attacked by off-leash dogs. Hell effing no to the highest power. The dog attacking my dog would, would have severe, severe harm put on it. Oh my God, Jeff's kicking dogs. Da -da 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 -da. I'm like, mm. so if an off-leash dog was attacking your dog, Angelo, if an off-leash dog was attacking your dog, attacking your child, attacking you, what would you do? Would you just sit there and watch? Would you give your dog obedience commands? Would you tell your child to be calm and assertive? Are you fucking kidding me? All bets are off. We're not even talking about, we're not, this is not, now we're not talking about dog training. We're talking about survival. And I don't care what happens to that other dog at all. I do not care. That doesn't mean I don't care about dogs. But I care about my dog. I have a lot more than someone else's dog other than our client's dogs. When we're working with the client's dogs, of course I care about their dogs. But you go after my kid, there's probably going to be an, a dead dog on the ground. Oh, my God. Jeff kills dogs. Can we have some context here? Can we have some fucking context here? Please. Don't turn this around. Don't put words in my mouth because I've seen it hundreds of times on these damn freaking the, these hate videos. But any, any, anybody that gives a flying fuck about their kids and their dog would protect them with your life. But I get this all the time. All the time. So no, if your dog is being attacked by dogs, charged by dogs, the dog is right at your dog's face, your dog is exploding, no. You neutralize the threat. The threat is the other dogs. I've seen dogs killed on a leash. I've seen dogs 
children attacked walking down the street with you, walking down the street alone. All bets are off. Everyone should learn how to choke out a dog. Everyone. Everyone should learn good ways to give dogs boots. Literally. Tender areas of the underbelly. How to knock the wind out of a dog. How to take the air out of a dog by choking it out. Oh my God, that's so bad. No, it's not. It's like a break up a dog fight. Um, Sawblade actually managed to catch one live. Sawblade, we, we see you here all the time. Oh, that's, that's Wednesday and Friday shows. Um, not busy for once. Keep up the good work. Yep, thank you. Good morning from Seminole, Florida. Thank you for not being woke. Are you fucking kidding me? I would love to do a whole show on being woke and how bad that is. I would do a, do a whole show on what's going on in our government and administration right now. A whole show on what's going on in our school system right now. A whole show on what's going in on corporations right now. In fact, I'm, I'm going to be talking to my insurance, my insurance, my, my broker to find out, do they make a unwoke mutual fund? I can't buy a mutual fund. I can't support these fucking companies that like literally the blink of an eye, they'll change their logo. They'll, they'll, they'll put a policy in place and then a couple of people complain about it. Like you got 10,000 employees and what, 10 complain, three complain, one complain. Are you fucking kidding me? Joel went home back to Providence and at the Providence, at the North Smithfield Plan of Fitness, there was some fucking dude in the women's dressing room. Sorry. That's not acceptable. If it is, I'll start hanging out there. Let my hair down. Put on a sports bra, pair of pants. Great. This is great. It's wonderful. Hang out in the shower area. You guys don't have a problem with this, do you? Are you fucking kidding me? That's not, by the way, anti-anything. It's pro-female. Right? Whatever happened to that? Why is nobody screaming about that? Okay, it's not hate. So don't flip that around. It's not anti-anything. It's pro-something. And that statement is pro-woman. With leash reactivity, are you using pressure on leash and e-collar? What tools do you use that help the most? So training with Rish, you're going to have to go back and listen to the whole podcast. But it, you, the dog will tell you what is most effective. But it's not pressure. It's high-level shock. We're not talking about pressure on, pressure off necessarily. It's a correction. It's momentary. It sucks for the dog. Don't underwhelm the dog. That's the biggest issue we're seeing out there is people are underwhelming dogs because they don't want to quote unquote harm the dog. You're not going to harm the dog. Shot collar doesn't harm the dog. Can it be painful? Sure. It's also painful if you step on your dog's paw or tail by mistake. It's painful for a dog to run into a freaking car or a tree, which my dogs have done playing chuck it. The dog gal, you recently joined, um, yes, recently joined Patreon and I'm absorbing all the things Jeff and Solid Canine Training. Looking forward to doubling down on owner empowerment. Yes. Owner empowerment is a huge thing. If you're a dog trainer, you should be spending at least 50% of your time, your knowledge, your education on how to have clients be successful. Learn how to interact with a client professionally in a way that they absorb the knowledge. 
understand people better. Learn how to be a better leader of humans. Um, Miss Kelly, that was step two from the trainer since the prompt correction didn't help enough. Well, then you should have then you should have switched to another correction. A bonker, believe it or not, bonkers work better than remote cowers sometimes. Also, the prompt correction could have been done too late. There's timing. These are just tools. These are all communication tools, just like food is a communication tool. Now, the timing on the the marker, the timing on the 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 the, the clicker is important, but. If the, if the prong cower didn't work and you went to the food, I don't want to know who this trainer was. And if it's working, keep doing it. But you still haven't stopped leash reactivity. You need to stop leash reactivity. There's a lot of other tools out there besides the prong cower. Hi, Angela. Hedy says, hi, Angelo. Um, DC stands for District of Columbia. Yeah, we knew that Sawblade, but it's like Angelo, DC. It didn't make sense unless Angelo is a, is a suburb of DC. Hmm? That's why it didn't make sense to me. I know what DC is, but it still makes sense. Wait, where where was DC? Re- remember, you even said something. I said Angelo, DC, and you're like Washington, DC. I'm like, yeah, I know, but it wasn't done like that. Focus on your penmanship, please. Focus, focus on your penmanship, please. Thank you. The dog, y'all call it, call it a cheese pizza, Angelo. Ooh, yeah. Like these are just words. These are just words. You can call it anything you want to. And in, in other countries around the world, they don't use English. Some countries do, but they teach their dogs in their native tongue. Italian Linda Wilson, Italian greyhounds look like most of the t- like that most of the time, right? They always look nervous. Plus, this is a highly aggressive Italian greyhound. But these are just these are just fucking just trolls who don't know anything about anything. Who don't read the narrative. Who probably these are dogs all doing downstays around kids running around. Not only let's forget about the aggressive parts. Most people can't even get their dog to do a downstay, let alone a downstay with kids running around making noise, jumping on things, running past them, getting on their hands and knees, making googly gaga sounds at them. Most dogs can't even hold command let alone an aggressive dog, not biting them. Everyone's a fucking expert. Meanwhile, you go to their social media pages and what do they got? Nothing. Squat. It's like, please. It's easy to say stuff. It's easy to say stuff. Sawblade Entertainment, woman walking her dog the other day while we were sitting on the bench. Dog was overly pulling, trying to get to us. I mentioned I could work with her dog, but she was happy with the wrangling the dog constantly. Yeah, Sawblade... I mean, I never ask people. I never ask people that. I never, I never offer advice like that. Never tell anybody I'm a dog trainer in a situation like that. I usually don't tell people I'm a dog trainer at all. It's like if you want to have a dog that's out of control, then you know what? There's something called Google. Find yourself a dog trainer. It's not rocket science. You know, the more the money that these a lot of people spend on freaking toys and, and and bad dog food and all kinds of other things, it's like get yourself a decent dog trainer. Kim Kreider. Hi Jeff, I'm introducing e cowers specifically the mini, but I'm wondering if the boss would be better. Uh, that that's a different that's a that's a um another type of question. So this is the thing, but the the thing about the boss is if you don't need the power, you don't have to use the power. 
but the mini educator, you can't increase the power once you've maxed it out. Just keep that, keep that in mind. All right. Sid, good morning, Jeff. Thanks for doing this. Love it. Love you too. I love you, Sid. Thank you. Um, Tanya, my dog becomes reactive after being attacked. We stopped it, but yep, yeah, it's normal. Of course. Of course it's going to be reactive after being attacked. But on walks, that's a huge reason why dogs are leash reactive. Now, that's not the reason why dogs are leash reactive. But you get a dog that never was leash reactive. He gets, Angelo, homework. Okay? You get a dog that was leash, that was never leash reactive. He gets attacked by an off-leash dog. Guess what? Most likely to be leash reactive now. Self-preservation on the dog's part. That's why you make sure these dogs don't get attacked. and do everything you can possible. Dogs are reactive because handlers don't do anything but yell commands that dogs don't even know. Yes and no, Robin. Yes and no. I think dogs are reactive because owners just don't know how to stop it. And it's no fault of the owners. Social media is full of lies, misinformation, bullshit protocols that don't work. Maybe it'll work inside a training center, but will work outside in the real world. And maybe the trainer can do it. Big deal. There's a lot of things I can do. I'm a dog trainer. But the goal is, can the owner do it? That's the true test. Tony said the other dogs left with some bruising. Good, as they should have. Miss Kelly, thanks, Jeff. You're right. I'll be working today on catching loading and stronger correction and step up if needed. You have to. You have to. I mean, so I just had to put down my dog, girl. She was 12 years old. I put her down right before I went to Greece. So that was probably about, what, six weeks ago I put her down. She was 12 years old. Got a bit, really bad lung infection. It was getting worse. Uh, the x-rays were terrible. It was really, really bad. Um, she wasn't getting better. Wasn't responding to anything. She was labored breathing. She stopped eating. Wasn't walking around. Wasn't swimming. Wasn't doing anything. And she was 12. So I did the, I did the responsible thing as a dog owner. It's dog owner's responsibility to do to care for your dog properly, and that's even at death. And um, at the beginning, she had a lot of behavioral issues, but we stopped them. And then I think the point was, don't we want 11 years of awesomeness, 10 years of awesomeness, six years of awesomeness? Let's stop these bad behaviors now so we can actually have an awesome life for their dogs. I don't think most people realize how awesome their dogs can be. You can have a really awesome life with your dogs. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Angelo. You've grown. Hi. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Angelo is nine years old, and he was first. Almost 10. Yep, 10, September 25th. He'll be 10 years old. He could have just said September. Why? September 25th, he'll be 10. So he's definitely grown and he should be working on his homework right now. Well, and the reason why you're doing these, these things is because you're, I want you to work on your G's, work on your G's. Let's go. That's not a G. That's not a G. Let's go. Let's work on your G's. If those are supposed to be lowercase, let's work on them. Okay. So yeah, it sucks about, um, girl. So I'm looking for another German Shepherd now. Probably get one from a breeder. I'll probably import one. 
Everyone's like, oh my God, you should rest. Adopt, don't shop. Fuck adopt, don't shop. I'm not against adopting a dog. I am not against adopting a dog. I'm not against getting a dog from foster, from a breeder, from, I'm sorry, from, from a shelter, from a foster, from rescue. I'm not against that. But there's a lot of German shepherds that just don't fit into my lifestyle. There's a lot of German shepherds out there that are structurally not sound, that are mentally not sound. Obedience, I don't give a shit about. But there's a lot of them. Things that I can't change. I can't change the body structure of the dog. There's a lot of dogs out there that are just, just not connecting the dots right, and we see them in German shepherds a lot. Training goes far, but it only goes so far. Sue, I sent my dog at six months to a balanced trainer's boarding training to learn basic obedience. I wanted to use prong and knee collar. So I started watching your shows. Um, yeah, but that's the thing is like before six months old, you have a different type of dog. You can have a fully off-leash trained voice controlled dog at six months old and a year old, you get yourself a highly aggressive dog. Same dog. But it's a different dog. It's a year old now. All right. All right, guys, it's uh, time for me to close out the show. I'll be back out on Wednesday with a new subject. I'm going to put a poll up. But I think what I'm going to do is every every day before the show, so I do my shows Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. The day before on Instagram stories, I'm going to put up a poll of two, maybe three subjects. And whatever, whatever wins the poll, you vote. And I put up the results today. Right before the show, I think I put them up at 6 in the morning, maybe earlier. I forgot. I've been up since 3. Um, uh, I put the results up so you can see what the results are. I'll do the show on that. All right? Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Everybody have a wonderful day. Angelo, I need you to finish that worksheet. Swim the dogs one more time. And then we're going to go sell water at the marina. Yay. Okay? Make some book cash. All right? Books. Okay? All right, guys. Yeah.